When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Garden Report Post Game Show. I am Jared Weiss, and I'm reunited with my old podcast host, Samuel Barnaby Packard. Jan Packard is a come on the intertubes. We're reunited. Double LP World is excited. How you doing tonight, Sam? I'm doing well. The Celtics uh, got a victory. By the way, do you have an outlet affiliation that I should be shouting out tonight? The Locked On Celtics podcast. There we go. That makes sense, right? Yeah. There so you yeah, go. the Celtics had a win, and it was almost as easy as using ZipRecruiter, our new sponsor tonight. So go to ZipRecruiter.com/sportsfans. If you have any job posting, like for instance, replacing my producer Jeremy, go to ZipRecruiter. You will post your job. To over 200 job boards. It is the easiest way to hire in 2017. That is ZipRecruiter.com sportsfans. Efficiency was the name of the game tonight. We had Isaiah Thomas with the first or the third 25 and 15 game in the last 20 years for the Boston Celtics with obviously Rajon Rondo doing those. Thank you, Basketball Reference, for the information. And he was pretty good. Jay Crowder was extremely efficient. We'll talk about that. But first, let's talk about Isaiah Thomas. The Celtics started their PR campaign to get him to the All-Star game, which probably won't be a huge challenge, although there is a lot of competition that used to be a point guard on the All-Star team. Uh, 15 assists, career high, pretty damn good, following that up after the 52-point performance. Yeah, I thought it was uh, kind of funny that after his 52-point performance with zero assists, where he may have been criticized, but I don't know who actually criticized him. And then after John Wall winning uh, December Player of the Month, well, mostly for his double-doubles, it felt like IT came out tonight and was just gunning for the assist. And I really wanted to imagine that it was just him being incredibly petty, but uh, I really think it mostly had to do with Rudy Gobert being at the rim and the Jazz packing the paint. And he just made the kind of the right basketball move repeatedly tonight, and that was finding open shooters uh, on the perimeter who knocked down shots. It was just a great performance from Isaiah Thomas, who did all that and then all, you know, also scored 29 points, only going to the line four times, which is a, a low for him. So he, he was also great from uh, beyond the arc. And the past three games, or three or four games, he's just been amazing shooting the basketball. It, we're, we're seeing a great performer just get better, and it's, it's fun to watch. Well, you know, he only got to the line four times. He hit all four of them. Since he had those two crucial uh, crucial misses in crunch time against the Knicks on Christmas Day, he's 40 for 40 from the line in four games. That's that's really goddamn good. The man is motivated. He's very good at basketball. And what I loved about the way he played tonight is that he kind of he, he kind of stayed within his game but adjusted his game plan going up against Gobert. Uh, Favors is also a really good interior defender. And Trey Lyles is, a long, is really long. I mean, they got so much length on the team. Actually, they'll run – Normal lineups where they have everyone seems like they're six foot nine on that roster. Then like Shelvin Mack, who's like four foot ten. It's incredible the lineups that they can throw out there. So Thomas would kind of attack from a side angle, kind of get towards the baseline. Gobert goes up, wraps around Gobert, blind pass Al Horford. Al Horford's there somehow. I mean the chemistry they have is huge. But Isaiah played tonight looking to get space to make the pass rather than the shot. And then when the shot was when it's time to make the shot, he makes that shot. Yeah, no, he did a fantastic job of really engaging uh, the kind of the rim protector and then dishing out. And the Celtics, uh, not normally known 
as a historically good three-point shooting team, were excellent tonight, shooting close to 55%. You got to give credit to the uh, to the other players on the roster for knocking down the open shots, and the other players were also a uh, good ball movement. I remember a play down in this opposite corner. He found uh, it was towards the end of the game and kind of sealed it for them. He found Amir Johnson in the corner, who had an immediate skip pass to Avery Bradley for an open three. So the whole uh, Celtics offense was really kicking tonight, and they did a good job, and that's the reason why they put up 115, the most on the ja the Jazz this season. They were. Uh, the third best defense coming into this game. And they're still a pretty, really good defense, they're still a good really. Team, but they also played like five or four games in five nights. They were, they were kind of looked tired, but uh, still a good win. For it was the a Celtics. bit of a schedule loss, not to mention they were missing their three best guards or their three best point guards in this game yeah. with Burke still not being back after playing a couple minutes last night. And then uh, George Hill was out of this one with a concussion. And then, unfortunately, Dante Exum is still dealing with tendonitis. And we'll transition to Jay Crowder in part two. He's someone that's been dealing with a little bit of ankle soreness. Tonight we saw a almost perfectly efficient game until he had a silly three at the end. We'll come back in part two of the Garden Report, and we'll talk about him. We'll talk about Al Horford. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfans. You do business with them, you help our business, and we get to bring you more Garden Report. We get to even bring this sexy man back once in a while, too. So stay tuned for part two of the Garden Report. My name is Jared Weiss, and I am here to talk about Zip Recruiter. It's the new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job at one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. You can post your job to 200-plus job sites, and that includes social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. You just post once and you watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy user interface. There's no juggling emails or calls in your office. You just quickly screen candidates, you rate them, and you hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. Get it right one more time. It's free at ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. Welcome back to the Garden Report on part two of the show, which is, of course, brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. That's right. I got it right on this take. Uh, so the Celtics win, and Jay Crowder was a big reason why they won. Extremely efficient. If he hadn't taken that air ball three at the end of the game, he would have been a perfect five for five from deep. He's now shooting over 42% from deep. It looks like he's coming back around, even if he is a little up and down this year offensively. Yeah, it doesn't seem like his athleticism is at the same point. Uh, it might have been his earlier career in the Celtics, but his three-point shooting has drastically improved. And if he ever could kind of put those two things together, he's going to be a really dangerous player. But he had a great game tonight. Started off very hot, scoring uh, six points in the first two minutes, and then just uh, kept shooting, kept playing well uh, the rest of the game. Uh, great moment after he hit his fifth three over Sheldon Mack. He immediately starts taunting him, gets called for a tech. It was just wonderful. The ref was literally standing right there on the other side of Mack. It was, it was, it was wonderful stuff. I love to see uh, just guys taunting, especially when on the, the team that I watch. Uh, it's just, it's real fun. He's, he did great tonight, but he's not the only person. Al Horford, uh, 
three for six tonight. I thought he uh, early on he kind of struggled for with his outside shot, uh, and it was actually something I put in my notes. But then he kind of got it going in the end of the game, and they had nice some pick and pops with him. Avery Bradley hit some uh, threes late. So the entire Celtics team uh, really doing a great job for, uh, from beyond the arc. It's rare when you can attempt over 33s or attempt over 33s and still have an efficiency around 55%. And it's it's the Celtics are going to continue shooting this well. Uh, it's going to be good signs uh, moving forward. They're only 2.5 games, two and a half, some people would say, back at Toronto uh, when you wake up tomorrow morning. Well, they keep rushing on that 17 threes made franchise record, so that's probably going to get broken at some point this year. I mean, 15 threes is almost normal on a good night for the Celtics. Let's talk more about Al Horford. He was really good down the stretch, especially, although Rudy Gobert did murder them on the boards <laughs> yeah. very late in this game with a few offensive rebounds. But they utilized Horford a lot on the block and then in that pick and pop, trying to keep, trying to really mess with the Jazz so the Jazz really want to collapse. And we see that when Isaiah drives, they collapse everybody down there, and Isaiah is able to find a lot of open shooters. And Horford was that guy a lot of the time. There was that one play where it's in, I think it's happening almost on a nightly basis now where Isaiah is driving, he'll get four guys on him, and he throws a blind wraparound pass, so Horford's the top of the key. A lot of their plays right now are Isaiah Thomas gets a pick and roll, the guy sets a screen, just stands where he was, and eventually Isaiah gets on the ball back. It's really beautiful to watch. And we saw Horford was really the recipient of that, and like Steven said, you can't just driving against Rudy Gobert every single play, it's not really a good offensive attack against the Utah Jazz. The Bigs had to hit shots. Amir Johnson even had a few assists on the three-point line because they were charging out at him for some reason. But Al Horford really commanded their respect. Yeah, he's such a dangerous threat, especially when playing against a guy like uh, Gobert because you can stretch the floor like that, and that pick-and-pop, I think Al Horford has been struggling with a shot as of late, but if he gets back to kind of the normal percentages where we expect from Al Horford, it's going to be super dangerous and eventually uh, start once he starts making it more consistently, it's going to reopen up the lane for Isaiah Thomas and just a nice symbiotic relationship they have. Like That's that. a $2 Let's word. Let's finish on some photosynthesis. So, it's ma- actually, that was terrible. Whatever. Who cares? The show's over. For Sam Packard and Locked On, I'm Jared Weiss of CLNS. Jeremy Card behind the camera for CLNS. This is the Garden Report powered by ZipRecruiter. Don't forget, ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. I will personally kiss you on the cheek if you do business with them, and it helps us out. So be sure to do it. ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. We will see you on Friday night after the Celtics next game. Peace out. What more can you say about Isaiah following up that career-scoring night with the 15 assists tonight? Um, it was great. I just think <clears throat> I think it just shows his uh, versatility um, as a player. I think you know he got a lot of slack for whatever reason, you know, scoring so much and not having enough assists. Then you know tonight he goes and gets uh, 29 and 15. So it's you know it just shows how good he is. As a team, you guys have 31 assists on 41 field goals. Why was ball movement? Um, you know, I just think that we were, you know, making the, the right plays and uh, guys were, you know, we just kept finding each other and just making the game easy. Is this the most complete game you guys have played this season? Um, I, I think it has to be one of the, the, the better, you know, one of the more complete. I don't know if it's the most, but um, we felt really good tonight. Is that... Um mentality in the layups of three is something the team really just has to settle into to make it work? To, well, you know, just if you're not going for layups, the next uh-huh. best shots is three. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, the, the way the teams are defending, 
uh, we want to get layups. But, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that we kind of have to, um, you know, we, we look for those threes, and especially the open ones. Those are the ones that you want to take because, you know, long twos are, you know, they're good. But in this, you know, in this league, you have to be able to shoot the three balls. Did you, over the last couple of years, have you really had to make yourself look for that track? Yeah, yeah, I mean, no question about it. I, it's, um, it started last year. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, Coach Bud in Atlanta really, um, you know, gave me that confidence and the, the green light to, to spot up in the three you know, and look for them. And Coach Stevens has, you know, it's the same thing here. You know, he wants me to, to be out there and uh, be ready to shoot. You know, take good shots, and, and you know that's what I've done. But I, I just feel like it's a, it's a big. You have to be able to do both in this league. You, know, you have to play inside, but you also have to be able to step out. Now that three that I said found you, I think it's middle of the fourth or so. Uh, he's surrounded by three guys or so, and it just kind of takes it back. Can he see you on that play, or is that just you being in the right place or both? No, I mean, I, it's all him. I mean, I think that I don't know how he saw me, but he just wrapped the ball around, and he he had another one like that where he, you know, they took the corner away and he hit Kelly. You know, kind of, and it, that was, I think, even more impressive. So um, it's very impressive how he's able to find find us out there. Coach, was this one of the more complete games you've played all season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I think it was, and you know, I, I just told Abby when I did the TV interview, you know, I think that maybe this was, this was. Um, you know they're coming off of three games in four days and a back to back, and we looked fresh. We haven't looked fresh in a while, and so uh, the two days off I think was a good thing. And you know I think that as I told them, we need to take these days off as seriously as we take practice days and make sure we're getting rest and staying off our feet. And and um, you know hopefully that has a cumulative effect as we move on into another in, into some of the more intense parts of the schedule with regard to number of games. Brad, you've talked about with Isaiah that just the key is making the right play. Um, obviously, he's going to attract more attention as he, you know, puts up numbers. But was tonight was the example of that, just finding people. Yeah, and I don't know how much more attention he can attract. I mean, because he's, I mean, he's been doing it here for two years. So, like, you know, and he's been a huge focal point, and people have blitzed him and switched him and and done pretty much everything you can do, but. Um, He's always going to attract everybody's best effort. That's for sure. Um, and he's a heck of a tough shot maker. He made tough shots again tonight. Um, and uh, you know, I thought some we had some timely shots that kind of stemmed the tide as they were coming back. I mean, he hit a three on a pull up to make it 11 or 13 at one point, and when they were starting to build some momentum, and those are really helpful shots, obviously. Talk more about his 15 assists. What's that? Oh yeah, no. He he's got to he's got to be able to do that, right? And and those guys, we knew that our bigs were going to have to shoot and make jump shots uh, against this team, and we knew that we as a team were going to have to get it to the second and third side of the floor to get a good look. Because if you um, if you don't move it against them, they're too long; they just swallow you up. Sorry, misinterpreted. Brad, can you just talk about the Crowder Hayward matchup? Two good players um, doing a doing a lot of good things. I thought that Jay, um, you know, did a really good job. I thought Jay looked really fresh. Again, I thought, I thought we, we just looked like we had a little pep in our step tonight and that was a good thing. And, 
um, you know, different times of the schedules, different different challenges that it throws you. But I think that, um, you know, I thought the greatest example of that was not only the way we shot the ball, both Jay and the rest of the team, but some of the defensive stops late. You know, I thought Amir had, you know, three and four of the best uh, perimeter defensive stops that I've seen him make. And, um, you know, that was encouraging because we were switching because they were small and we were big. And, you know, if you can play big and switch, that's a good thing. Uh, building on what you just said, how difficult is it to go up against a team that can surround a five like Favors or Gobert with four big wings like as they did? Down yeah, the I mean, well, I think the, the biggest thing is you, you've got to be mobile, whether you're big or small. You've got to be mobile. Um, and uh, it was probably unique for Al to guard the high pick and roll with the guy guarding with the guy with the ball. But, you know, we're, we're, we actually saw a lot of that with Miami, um, the way that they invert their offense. So I thought our guys did a pretty good job handling that stuff. And, um, you know, they're, they're a hard team to play against. They're a really good team. Brad, it's a back-to-back game now as you guys made 17 threes, tying franchise record there. Just just talk about the strides you guys have made collectively as a team, particularly Jay. Last year shot about 33% from three, now up to about 42%. Did you guys think he could make that big of a jump? I mean, I think that that's, you know, he puts in enough time. I, I thought he was much, I thought he was a better than 33% shooter last year, so I didn't put a lot of stock in his shooting percentage, nor did I, if you would have asked me today, I wouldn't have known that. I think the biggest thing is that we're trying to find the best possible shot for our team. And, you know, against a team like this, you know, shooting through go bears, not always the answer, right? So you've got to figure out how to space them and attack them. And, you know, that, that three point line can hopefully spread it out a little bit. Guys work hard to become good scorers in this league. How important is that next step that once you establish yourself as a scorer, you're able to burn defenses with plays different. Yeah. I think it's just all about making the right read over and over and, and, uh, you know, then there are special guys that can figure out how to put the ball in the basket no matter what. But um, inevitably, all of those guys have, you know, the right read has been thought out and lived so many times that they just make it as part of a habit. Isaiah, uh, making up for assists from that game. Yeah, I didn't plan on it, but... Um, just taking what the defense gives me, and my, my, my guys took care of me and was making shots. So um, I know they're a good defensive team, so when I kind of attacked, they, they showed more than one guy, and my job was just to get the ball to my, my the open guy, and I, I tried to do that tonight. Is that the next step for the scorers? Once you've proved that I can score, to be able to burn defenses when they give you attention? Yeah, if they give you a lot of attention, then you, you just got to take what they give you, and, and you got to – Find the open man because they can't take away everything. So if they they try to do what they can to take what I what I bring to the game away. I gotta find other ways to be an impact in the game, and I, I tried to do that tonight. Oh, for sure. I mean, once you can find what the team isn't isn't taking away, then you gotta take advantage of it. it seems like you have even a better idea this year where all your teammates are going to be. Is that? Part of you growing as a player is that just being here for a couple of years, knowing kind of tendencies of different guys? Um, both. I mean, guys know what I'm doing on the offensive end. I know where they're going to be, and then me, me growing as a player of, of not just being in scoring mode, but also just making plays for others and knowing where guys are going to be. And then 
we've been we've been together for a few years, so we're familiar with what each guy gives to the game. And um, my job is, is is to just make plays out there. Isaiah, some of those plays when you're in there and two or three guys around the basket, it looks like you can't even see where you're getting the ball. How much of that is, guys are saying, you know, Jalen was saying he's got eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. How much of that can you actually see the guys, or how much are you relying on them to be in the spots they need to be, or kind of what's the balance there? Sometimes I can't see, but <laughs> you just got to trust where your guys would be. That's being familiar with with the guys that you play with, and most of the time guys are in the right spot. So when I can't see, I just – uh, throw it to the rim. I know Jay's gonna be on my right side, so I always I can always throw it back right. But um, it's just being familiar with your players and, and knowing where they're gonna be at all times. The crowd was pretty vocal with their MVP chance. Yeah, they're the they're the only people that like me. <laughs> oh, not, nothing against him. He's a great player. He had a great month. I don't understand what that award is about. I don't. So. I don't know what the definition of that award is. I felt like I should have got it, but um, I guess he, he earned it. I mean, that's a good friend of mine. He's playing well, too. Isaiah, with 52 the other night and no assists, was there any mentality for you coming to the tonight's game to find guys? Just, you get any from the guys about that the other night? Now, if they would have said something, then I would have really tried to not score <laughs> or get assists. But after the game, last game, I was I was upset, and they were like, Bro, you scored 52. Who cares about your assists? And so I, I wasn't tripping when, when they weren't tripping. I was good. But um, tonight, I didn't really emphasize just passing like that. It's just that's what, what the defense was giving me. Was this a sort of game that you guys have played total offense, defense, contributors? Probably. I mean, Utah's a really good team. and they Their offense is really – their defense is good, but their offense is, is, is really good, and, and it's hard to guard. They put you in – in, in tough positions where, where you got to make a decision. But we did a really good job, all of us, from every guy that got on the floor did a pretty good job on both ends of the floor. They had, uh, they had limited the last five minutes to an average of 14 points in the fourth quarter, and you guys scored 30 tonight. What went into that, just the ball movement? We knew we had to move the ball side to side. With this team, you can't just go on the first side because they got great, great defenders, help side defenders, then you got the big fella down there that's blocking shots and changing shots. So our emphasis on the offensive end was move the ball side to side and then attack. Don't be scared. Attack the attack the paint and, and dish the ball out and guys made shots. Isaiah, you guys got a few days to decompress and also practice at home. Did that kind of help you a little bit more coming out fresh tonight? It did. And we just had a point of emphasis of getting in the ball on the defensive end. I think we did a pretty good job of that. We let the offense take care of itself. But on that end, we wanted to be physical and, and we did pretty good on that. Last year, you guys, or the last two years, you guys took a lot of three-pointers and you missed a lot of three-pointers. This year, um, you're making a lot more three-pointers. You shot 54% tonight. Is that just better shooters, or is that just kind of the system, sticking with the system and trusting that that's the right shot? Um, both. I mean, Brad wants layups with threes, um, especially when we get out in transition. And guys have been working on that. I mean, all summer, guys have been working hard. And they, they continue to work throughout the season. So Brad and, 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 these player, and us players are confident in each other taking those shots, and we know when you got that shot, you need to take it, and we expect guys to make them. How important is it when Jay plays the way he does in terms of his impact? Uh, when he's playing that, that well in offense, it's, it's tough to beat us because you know he's going to bring it on the defensive end, and when he's making shots and, and attacking the hole and getting fouled, that just gives us another, another weapon that you have to try to stop. Are you 
at your peak, approaching your peak, or a long way from your peak play, do you think, in your opinion? No, I'm not at my peak. I got a lot more. A lot more to go. Thank you, Jose. Jalen, what were you seeing out there, especially in the first half? Um, I was just trying to be aggressive, uh, seeing some opportunities to score, and I was running the floor, so I was just trying to make some plays happen. What is, you know, like Isaiah had a career high in assists tonight. What was it like just running with him out there? Uh, I mean, he's a great player, man, and our, he's just getting better and he's getting more and more confident. I mean, last game he had 52. In this game, he goes for a career high in assists. I mean, uh, you can take what you want, but you got to give that man his credit. Oh, it's great for me because he has so much attention on him. So um, me, it's just it's simple play, simple <laughs> basketball. All I got to do is just finish. So uh, he makes the game easier for me, makes the game easier for everybody else. And when he gets it going like that, it, it can be scary. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I was mad I missed the shot before, and then so I took it out on, I took it out on him. <laughs> Jalen, on some of those assists and he goes into the basket, it's unclear that he can actually see you guys. Are there some of those just you've got to be in the right spot or is it a combination of like kind of what's going on in this place? No, I really do think IT has eyes in the back of his head. I think he can actually see behind him because sometimes like he's in the in the paint with all the trees and he just whips it out to the three-point line. We're just like, how did he see that? I think he has eyes in the back of his head. It's behind his headband. Coach Steven said that you guys looked fresh out there. What did you what did you see from the guys? Yeah, I think we played with a lot of energy. Uh, we got a couple home games coming up, so trying to uh, put a stretch together and play the same way, continuously be consistent. But I think we did come out with great energy tonight. Jalen, where's your confidence right now as far as finishing? Uh, I'm as confident as ever. I just got to continue, don't hesitate. But uh, my confidence is, is hasn't wavered. Um, we make mistakes, it's part of the game, but I, I try not to hesitate on the floor. Well, I won't hesitate on the floor. I'm just going to play my game. Oh, um, some of your teammates have talked about you in the dunk contest. Is that something you think about? Or do you... They, yeah, they, they want me to, to, to enter it. I'm thinking about it, but I, I really want to see G Green and Gerald Green get back in the dunk contest. I think I think he can beat Levine, and I said that. I think I think he got some stuff. Gerald Green is even at the age of 30. I think he still can't be beat, but uh, we'll see uh, as the season goes. I'll get back to you guys. Pretty isn't that old. It's not. It's not. It, it's not. It really isn't because I see that every day with Jero. Jalen, I noticed that you two had a conversation during a fourth quarter timeout. What was that he was saying to you during that? Uh, he was talking about uh, guarding Joe Johnson. He was like, he's, he's strong. Uh, he said, I'm a strong kid too, but at the same time, you just got to bump with him. He said, uh, uh, make it tough for him to score, shoot over you. But he's like, if he gets going, he's a killer. But He's like, with me, just uh, stay confident and attack him um, and things like that. He was just telling me to be aggressive and, and play my game and stuff like that. Gerald's always in my ear about stuff like that. He's vocal. He's probably one of the better, our better leaders on the team.